What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Christine Fulton. Now, Christine was a successful financial advisor and analyst who climbed the corporate ladder in competitive and high stakes industry. However, despite the accolades and success, Christine felt empty and torn between personal and professional bliss. And one of the things Christine was passionate about was dogs. So in 2016, she started her own dog training company. So Christine has a lot to share with us here today. So Christine, Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Christine, how are we feeling today? Feeling good. Good, 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 good. And Christine, we are real, real, real excited to have you on the show today. And I think I'm going to have to go ahead and ask that question that everybody has been waiting for, Christine. Drum roll, please. And that is, why, Christine? Why did you become a dog trainer? That's a very loaded question. Um, Bold down though, I became a dog trainer because I love dogs and I love helping people. I love it. I love it. I love it. And Christine, if you could just break it down for us, what was your process like? Take me back to step one, day one. What was your process that got you here today? Well, the process started uh, 20, over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I decided to go into the finance industry. I was good with numbers, mm-hmm. um, built my way up, got my degree in corporate finance and investments, landed the dream job. Mm-hmm. I had it all, mm-hmm. but I was not fulfilled mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I was good at what I did, but I just didn't understand how what I was doing was giving back, Mm -hmm. how it was helping the greater good. Mm -hmm. And I completely blame my parents for that. They instilled in me a sense of community Mm -hmm. and always helping each other out. Mm -hmm. So I took a moment and thought about the things that I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. I thought back to a professor I had in college and he said, find your passion and figure out how to make money doing it. Mm -hmm. So the first part of that, finding my passion, Passion. I thought about the two things that I'm passionate about, um, American Sign Language. Both of mm. my parents are deaf. So growing up in the deaf community, um, I was fluent in ASL wow. and dog training. Mm. Thinking about those two things with American Sign Language, I could either become an interpreter or a teacher at mm. a school for the deaf. Both of mm. those required going back to college and I was not going to do that. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I thought about dog training. Mm. And when I thought about that, my mind just exploded mm. with ideas and I was so excited. And I hadn't felt that excitement in a long time. Um, At the same time that was happening, my husband got a job transfer to Florida. So I seized that opportunity. I became a certified professional dog trainer through Animal Behavioral College because I had to develop some kind of credibility to get into the industry. Mm -hmm. 
Once I did that and we moved to Florida, I started a dog training business and I also started volunteering at local shelters Mm -hmm. and I found Southeastern Guide Dogs Mm -hmm. and they had volunteer opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I started volunteering here and at one of the volunteer events, Susie Wilburn, who is our ambassador ambassador of outreach and recruitment, Mm -hmm. and she's also a guide dog user. She gave a speech and she told her story and she mm. told, told us about how much her dog helps her and gives her freedom and independence. Mm. And it was at that moment that I decided being a guide dog instructor was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I love that story right there. So, so, so much. And I hope that somebody out there listening right now was inspired by the story that you just told to transition into the career that they love as well. So I absolutely loved that answer right there. Now, Christine, I know I just asked you to throw it back, but what I want you to do is throw it way, way back for me. What were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into what you're doing today? Definitely my mother letting me have my first dog when Mm -hmm. I was 10 years old. Mm -hmm. I was a very shy child. So having a dog gave me a friend. Um, she also enrolled us in 4-H dog training. So I became part of this community and we did a few obedience competitions. Uh, we never titled, but we completed. So that was good. Uh, that was really the beginning of my dog training passion was then. And it also helped me become more confident mm which was very important, not only in the finance industry, but also in, in the industry I'm in now. Mm. Uh, but that, that really is where it all started. That day that my mom told me that I could keep Rusty, who was this little stray that uh, happened to come on my grandmother's porch. Mm. And she let me keep him. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, what's an average day like for you today? Today, an average day. So we are in Florida, which as everybody knows, it gets hot down here. So our day starts very early. Mm-hmm. We feed the dogs at 630. Mm-hmm. After we feed them, depending on which phase of training we're in, we're either going to do training on campus mm-hmm. or we're going to go off campus. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, sprinter, or, or I'm sorry, we have training vans mm-hmm. and they're outfitted with crates in them so we can load up to 15 dogs at a time Mm -hmm. and we take them out into the community wherever we need to go that day whether it's the mall or downtown or the bus station and we do our training that lasts until about 1 or 1 30 depending on the time of year Mm -hmm. if it's in the winter time we can stay out a little bit later but if it's summertime we might end our day a little earlier Mm -hmm. and then we come back to campus we unload the dogs and we feed them around 2 45 and and that's it Mm, 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 mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Christine, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? I enjoy everything about what I do. Mm-hmm. But what I enjoy the most, there, there are really two things because there are two components to being a guide dog instructor. You have the dog part of it. So mm-hmm. we train the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we teach them about 40 different commands mm-hmm. and they have to be able to perform these commands despite whatever distractions are around and in different um, Um, environments. So Mm -hmm. part I love the most about that side of my job is when the dog starts to become an active thinker Mm -hmm. because the the handler they're going to be with can't see. 
Mm-hmm. So the dog has to make decisions without being prompted to by the handler. Mm-hmm. So watching the dog figure that out mm-hmm. is really amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fun part of the training process. Mm-hmm. Now, the other part of what we do is we instruct the handlers how to use their dog. Mm-hmm. It's just like learning how to fly a plane. You have a plane that works and you have somebody who might know how to use it, but you've got to teach them how to do it. Mm. So that's what we do when we match somebody with a guide dog. Mm. And that part of the process, what I love is watching a person who leaves what's comfortable. They leave their home. They leave everybody they know. They come here to campus. They stay for three weeks Mm. and they learn how to use this tool. When they get here, they may be nervous, some anxiety, they don't know what to do. They're learning something they've never done before. Mm -hmm. But at the end of that three weeks, they're walking confidently, their head is held up high. They've learned how to use this magnificent tool. They bonded with their dog. It's really a wonderful thing to to be a part of. Mm -hmm. I love that answer so, so, so much. Unfortunately, Christine, the back end of that question is, what do you enjoy the least? What do I enjoy the least? Um, we are we are working with dogs. Mm-hmm. They're not robots, so they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also working with people, and as we all know, we're not perfect either. So mm-hmm. sometimes we don't get it right. Mm-hmm. We might match somebody with a dog that we thought was right for them, and it's not. Mm-hmm. And despite all the hard work on everybody's end, our end, our clients, the dog, it just simply doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And that's heartbreaking Mm -hmm. for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, Christine, this next question right here is my absolute favorite. And that is, do you think that grades mattered? in school for the success that you have in your career today. And we interrupt this programming with a word from our sponsors. Now, a lot of people ask me, Kojo, you've helped me figure out how to do this, that, and the other, but what about starting my own podcast like you? Well, I'm finally sharing my secret. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world by hitting our affiliate link down below. Now, don't miss out on this limited time offer. Sign up and live your dream job, too. Now, back to the podcast. Absolutely. I love that question, too. Mm. For, for me, they absolutely mattered. And for two reasons. One, I was shy. I was quiet. I wasn't very confident. So mm. getting good grades, especially in college, really boosted my confidence. Mm. Um, it gave me a little bit of the ego that I didn't have, but I had, but I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so absolutely getting those good grades helped me in that area. Uh, the second part of it is getting good grades really caught the attention of my professors, mm-hmm. which helped me with networking. At the time in college, I was going into finance and networking is very important. Mm -hmm. So having them on my side led me to opportunities that I may not have had. I love it. 
I love it. I love it. Now, I'm going to break down this next question just a little bit, just because this word gets tossed around a little willy-nilly, and that is, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, what are you devoted to? What is your devotion? My devotion, wow. I, I hope that my, my, my primary impact, I hope, is to help someone living with blindness find some newfound freedom and independence. Mm. That is my, my main hope. Mm. What drives me every day. Mm. Uh, on the other side of that, I also feel that being in this industry and knowing the world of people who live with disabilities the way that I do, mm. I hope I impact by bringing awareness mm not just with the blind community, but also grew up in the deaf community. So bringing access awareness issues to the public that may not be aware of it, um, you know, providing caption on television, something like that for someone who can't hear or providing a, a voiceover that describes what's going on on the screen for somebody who can't see. Mm -hmm. Those are very important. And it's not something that everyone thinks about in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. If you're not missing that sense, then you don't realize what it's like to miss it. Mm -hmm. So I think I hope that I impact the world by bringing awareness to some of those issues. Mm -hmm. Now, Christine, you have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long, but unfortunately we are down to that last question. And that is, if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, Christine, what would that be? My piece of advice would be to think about something not a lot of people think about when they, they think of being a, a dog trainer mm. or a certified guide dog instructor. And that is, it's just not about the dogs. Mm. You also have the human part of it to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to instruct your client in front of you while keeping in mind the dog at the end of the leash. Mm -hmm. So it's not all just fun and games. Mm -hmm. It's mostly fun and games, but, um, but it's hard. It's, it's challenging, but it's worth it. It's, mm -hmm so much, very much worth it. Mm -hmm. And Christine, I absolutely loved, loved, loved that answer. And Christine, I am so heartbroken that the interview is over. But before I let you go, Christine, if I could just get one more thing from you, and I don't care if it's a website, I don't care if it's a social media link, I don't even care if it's a book. Something that I can leave down in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please, please, please promote and shout it out now. Absolutely. I recommend going to guidedogs.org. There's a lot of links on there, a lot of videos, a lot of testimonials, a lot of things that'll make you cry, but also a lot of things that'll open your eyes. Mm. And please, please, please hit that link down in the description below. Please do not waste any time. Again, this is called the YI Network. She is networking with you, putting her information on the line for you guys to utilize that information. Please hit that link below. And Christine, you have been an absolutely perfect guest all interview long. You have been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. And we must 
thank you one more time for coming on the show. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career, and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find a career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Christine helped you find it here today, folks. That is a wrap. If you like today's episode, make sure to follow the Y Network on Instagram for daily quotes from your favorite episodes and more. And if today's podcast helped you in any type of way, make sure not to thank me, but thank God. God put me on the right track at the right time to provide you guys with this content through me. And I pray that this episode helps you align with your purpose so that you too may help others. So stay blessed and stay safe. And until next time, guys. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent.